welcome to the Unapologetic Connections podcast. We are spicing things up, having no podcast hosts, no scripts, and bearing it all completely unedited. We are a group of entrepreneurial women who believe in true, deep, unapologetic stories. Because life isn't always Instagram worthy. Life is messy, unpredictable, and can rock you to the core. It's time to unmask and show all aspects of ourselves unapologetically. Let's come together, rock this thing called life, and support the heck out of each other. Because ain't nobody got time for the mask of judgment. Get ready to connect, share, and feel the unedited love of unapologetic connections. Welcome back, Connections. My name is Kathy Buchanan, and I am one of the unapologetic speakers represented by the Unapologetic Connections Agency. And I am proud to be introducing this week's episode brought to you by Nude Beverages. In addition to my work as a speaker, I am also an ancestral clearing and forgiveness practitioner. This week, I am very excited to be bringing a topic to the table that has been speaking to me quite a lot as we've been recording these podcasts, actually. So the topic this week is how to avoid a vulnerability hangover and or oversharing. The part that's been coming up the most for me actually lately with the podcasts is particularly the one a few weeks ago about mom guilt, where I was like (laughs) saying all the things I couldn't stand about being a mom of daughters, but never actually came around to say the parts that I did like, which was kind of horrifying knowing my kids would listen. That I struggled with that. So I had to kind of explain to my daughter, okay, yeah, that's what I didn't like, but I did love the crafts, and I did love the beach, and I did love the pool. So I felt kind of guilty about that. And so I, right? Mom guilt. Exactly. (laughs) And so I realized that in several of the podcasts, I do this sort of share all the blah, blah of the stuff that isn't working, but not coming around talking about what is. And so that's left me feeling pretty vulnerable with those kind of situations. So yeah, and there's some work stuff too. But um, I wanted to go around the table because I have Haley with me here today and Melanie Dawn and Ashley McIver and ask them where they are noticing vulnerability, hangovers perhaps, or oversharing in their life. And this kind of spills over into lots of the episodes we've talked about lately in terms of anxiety or stress or making female friends. But I want to look at this in a different way in terms of maybe vulnerability in terms of social media or in terms of sharing personal businesses and or even just even similar to what I've just shared in terms of podcast stuff or friendships or whatever. So uh, who wants to go first? Is it you, Haley? (laughs) Okay, sure. I'll go first. I think in the beginning of my social media presentation, is that the right word? Like posting? It was really, really hard for me and I was very surfacey. I would find like little quotes in places so that I didn't have to actually like come up with something myself just because I wasn't ready to fully put myself out there. It felt really, really strange for me because to put yourself out there online and then hit send, I don't know, there's a piece of you that feels like you can't like delete it. And there's so many people that are looking at it and and I felt that almost judgment, but nobody would say anything bad. Like everybody was like, oh, this is a really nice quote. This is really, really great. But because I was putting myself out there to more people, I felt that vulnerability. So it took me a really long time to like work up the courage to say more things. 
And that took me to where I am now, where I share a lot of my life online. Mm -hmm, You do. A lot. And a lot of, like, deep, deep, deep shit. And no, I don't share everything all the time. I kind of know where my limit is. So I'll do a post or I'll get one ready and I'll read it and I'll shelf this for a second. You know, and then I'll read it again and be like, okay, do I really need the, does the public really need <laughs> to hear all of this? Like, are they going to benefit from this? Because that's basically what I want to do in any of my posts. It's not for me, it's for other people. Mm-hmm. So I, I look at it as like, is this for me or is this for them? If it's for me, I'm not going to post it. If it's for them, then I'm going to post it. And that's really helped me with my, my vulnerability because in the for beginning sure. when it was for me oh my gosh, people are going to think I'm crazy or weird or whatever the case may be. But now that I'm doing posts, not for me, but for other people, it's it's okay. more in alignment with that. Fair enough. Yeah. Have you ever had any posts that you posted and then have taken down or totally regretted and were stressing out about or just feeling those days where you're just like, holy crap, what did I just share? Live videos, man. <laughs> because, I mean, yeah, you can erase a live video, but not to the people who were actually watching it at the time, <laughs> you know? True, true. So you have to really be careful. So when they, when people tell you or coaches tell you, oh, just go on a live and just, you know, share your story or speak your truth, I'm sorry, but when you're in the beginning stages of doing that, sometimes you share something that you don't want to share because you don't even know where your boundaries are yet. Mm, interesting. That yeah, right. right? Yeah, yeah. So then you're you not look. sure how it comes across to the audience or how people are right. going to comment and what you're maybe going to say back to them or yeah. not or if you're going to delete those comments. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's, yeah, I think it's great when maybe I only have like one or two people watching and then I can delete it and be like, okay, yeah. well, whatever, you know, that's, Testing that's fine. Testing as opposed to. But when you go live and you post something, that that's huge. That's very, very, very vulnerable for me. And it still is, even though, again, I've, I've talked about doing hundreds of them. Mm-hmm. And um, it's still a place that, that I struggle with. Well, you do a really great job of it. And we appreciate your vulnerability Thank so you. much. That's mm-hmm. really great. Thank you. So, Melanie Dawn. I think I have a vulnerability hangover after every podcast recording yeah Yeah, I feel you on that for sure what types of things is it just Ashley and I talk about this after every Tuesday night recording (laughs) yeah yeah like like, why did I say that and and then you think about how people are gonna perceive you perceive what you said and you know with that comes possible judgment and it's a, I know it's the hamster wheel starts spinning. Yeah, here we go. Did you ever link that back to your work? Like you think, oh my god, I just said that. Now are my clients ever going to hire me? I'm a disaster here. Or I'm so you're just thinking yourself, did I say too much? Are they going to resonate with it because it's just like them, or they're going to be like, dude, you yeah. cannot help me because you're still you're dealing like with some shit. Yeah. No, I think you know I don't ever want to not be vulnerable, especially when it comes to my business because I. I think that being open and honest about where you are in your journey will mm-hmm. only get your people to you. Mm-hmm. Totally. And I the ones that, that sure. aren't yeah. ready for me or my work or ready for, you know, depending on where they are in their lives, I might trigger the shit out of them. And that's okay. For sure. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. That becomes more about them than really about yeah, you. Right. If they're yeah. triggered, then they need to look at why they're triggered. Yeah. And- Maybe they need to come to you to talk about it. <laughs> no, I mean I don't want to. I don't want to change my openness and vulnerability because I'm worried about the judgment. Totally. I do think about it when I walk away, but 
I don't, I don't want to, I'm not prepared to change that either. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. is great. That's I think we, we really get some, really appreciate that. That we've you. had such amazing feedback from our listeners mm-hmm. that they appreciate that this is just like an open table talk on mm-hmm. how we can be vulnerable and just talk about real life. For sure. Yeah. And that's maybe easier week after week Absolutely. to share and be more vulnerable Absolutely. and see that people are really appreciating that. Yeah. So, yeah. And, yeah. It, and with time too, cause we've, I mean, you go back to our, the first podcast, remember we were all just like, Oh my God, I can't believe I said that. Yeah. Why would I say that? And now yeah. we're saying way more deeper <laughs> things than we did in our first podcast. Right. Yes. So sure. I think it takes time. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you comfortable with? Let's try it out for, for size. And like you know? I said, sometimes you don't know what your boundaries are yet. Exactly. And I was going to say with the podcast thing, I feel like I'll re-listen to an episode and I wish that I would have said something differently. Hmm. Or I wish I would have added more to the conversation. It's like, man, I could have said this. And right. I could have said that. Right. Oh, right. my yeah, clients probably think listening. I'm stupid because I didn't say that. You know? And that's where, where I come in with the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Fair yeah. So, Ashley McIver, health coach, how about you? What's your thoughts on this topic? I think about it after we record a podcast. I thought about it yesterday when I posted a blog and I called my kids an asshole (laughs) but I said it in a way that was well the line was we don't want to raise assholes and then I couldn't stop thinking about well geez how did does that make me come across as can I love my babies oh yeah all the time and I appreciate that you would say that though because no we don't want to raise assholes no no but we're just I think we talk about the things that people don't talk about for fear of judgment Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I don't want to stop talking about that stuff I agree with you when you said about the mom guilt and you were went home thinking I only talked about the bad stuff, well, I want to talk about the bad stuff with you, This the stuff that pisses us off. We all know that we love our children, Correct. that we can't live without them, that they are our light and love of the earth. Mm. But fuck. Yeah. Like, they also <laughs> piss days. us off, and that's okay <laughs> to talk about. It's exactly. okay to talk about the stuff we're not, air quotes, supposed to talk about. For sure. Yeah, for sure. So, but I definitely feel that way. I feel that way when I post... Um, something to promote my health and fitness, uh, say something physical, my body or what I'm training at the time. And I'm taking a picture of it. I feel very vulnerable about that. Mm-hmm. And then I go in my head, I'm like, Oh my God, I hope people don't think I'm full of myself. Or, you know, you go, yeah. like, it's a, it's a never ending. Totally. I hear you on that for sure. You know, especially with the work stuff. Cause I found we're all just in doing our own businesses at this point in our lives. And I feel sort of seven years ago when I started sharing the work, because it was, I was really timid and sharing bits and pieces. I didn't feel like I delivered sort of the full picture. Mm -hmm. And so now I feel so much more comfortable and confident with what I want to say to people. And yet I feel vulnerable in that. Okay. So do I now go back to the people that I originally told them about? (laughs) Because I would, I kind of want to read you. (laughs) But I think to myself, well, are they going to think, oh, God, here she comes again. <laughs> She's telling me what to do again or how she can do this or do that. And that makes me feel vulnerable. I don't want them to think that every time I see them, they're going to think I'm just talking about what it is that I can do. Or what, I am so excited about the stuff that I do. Yeah. So I do want to share. 
But at the same time, you want to have relationships outside of that too. Absolutely. So, but if someone's struggling, then you think to yourself, well, should I, shouldn't I? It's, it's a tough, it's a tough place to be. It's really tough. It's hard to find a balance between that. It is sometimes. It is. Maybe we're just uncomfortable with putting ourselves out there. I am. I will say that. Yeah. Because it's it's fearful. And you saying that, Mel, I'll often follow, like, because I follow you, of course, and I'm like, why isn't she posting? I, I feel like I'm posting too much. Are people going to get sick of me? Damn it, Mel, why are you no, putting something I'm, else out there? Just follow me, actually. It's <laughs> on social media. But when you have a program going, you're great with it. You're, like, interacting yeah, and, and I, talking about what the experiences are and what's happening. But then I yeah. guess, yeah. and I actually really enjoy when you post something because I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, good. You know, I, yeah, I, get, I, I get stuck. Yeah, that's that yes. and that's yeah. fear. I think it's just fear, isn't of course it? it is. I, yeah, I'm like, oh, I just posted yesterday. Do I really need to post today? Yes, I do need to post today. <laughs> yeah. Just do it. When exactly. you say you get stuck, like, what? What do you mean? Like, what happens? I don't know. I just I social media is such a job for me. Yeah, I'm not a writer. I'm not. So those are the things that make me stuck. Okay, content. in terms of content, yeah, yes. Like not wanting to share the same thing for the same program yeah. over and over again, a broken record. Yeah. Yeah. I think what you're doing now with your, your coaching change, like they're changing your name, you're kind of clarifying what you are going to be doing. Yes. Because I think before you were kind of, maybe you weren't a hundred percent in alignment with everything. So it's really difficult to create content Completely. with that. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now you are becoming more in alignment. I bet you a million bucks. That in a few months you're just gonna be like banging out fucking social media posts yeah. like a mad woman. And yeah, I think it's gonna it. get easier because I think that you know you try and navigate this business that you think is gonna be. You know, I posted on this yesterday. I think it was this straight line of success and continuing and like there's failures and there's successes. It's just not linear. It's not linear at all. It's and not. and the things you think are gonna sell or gonna work or people are going to want sometimes end up being the things that, that, that don't work mm-hmm. and the things totally. that you think, eh, I've had things like that sell out quickly and it doesn't make sense and that's okay. No. And you just continue. Yep. Chalk it up to experience. And yeah. And-, and take the, take the lessons from the failure and the successes and just keep moving forward. For sure. It's very vulnerable when you put a workshop out there and you get crickets. Yes. Because mm-hmm. you've yeah. worked so hard on it. You know the value of it. Yeah. Because your, your intention is to help people. That's why Absolutely. you're doing what you're doing. Yes. So the fact that it's getting crickets like that, it, I'm, I'm sorry, that hurts physically. There's emo- like emotional and physical reaction where vulnerability is like paralyzing. And I sure. also realize though, if people are not coming to me for that program, it is just because the right people and my people have not found me yet. That's exactly. Right. Yeah, that's totally true. Because I have other workshops that there'll be 16 women there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so do you guys, an affection of those types of things in terms of like the vulnerability of not selling a program or the vulnerability of oversharing perhaps or thinking you overshared have any coping mechanisms for the next day or the weeks following if you're overanalyzing or stressing or what do you guys have some plans to take care of that or how do you deal with that? Just don't, I, I just think just keep pushing forward. Okay. Don't make it mean do. anything. Yeah. Don't make it mean anything. Yeah. Yeah. And because it doesn't. It doesn't. No, no, it doesn't. It doesn't have to mean anything. No. It definitely doesn't. I, I laugh at myself. Do you? Yeah. I full on laugh at myself. Oh, Haley. 
You did it again. Oh, you're so wonderful. You know, like, <laughs> that's a great, that's a great way to do it. Yeah, I don't know if it's denial. Maybe it's denial, and it's just like I don't know. Or maybe I'm masking something. Maybe, it, but you're not a creating form. a story around it. So that's true. how great no, is that? That's true. Yeah, that's that's good. true. It doesn't mean that you're not worthy. It doesn't mean that you suck at this. It doesn't mean you. It just means that quite simply people have not purchased that program so let's move yeah. on to doing oh, something to different one. that's right exactly. yeah. it's just life it yeah. is you take the highs with the lows yeah yeah 100%. when i was thinking about sharing this sort of vulnerability hangovers and oversharing um i was thinking of you know what type of advice would i give someone and there's a few quotes and things that have come over over the years which i really quite like and they're simple and it's interesting because we're all about vulnerability on here it seems weird to give advice about what you would do in, in a vulnerability hangover because it seems counterintuitive, although there is people who do really struggle with it. So I was thinking if people are really struggling with it, there are some things that you can do maybe if you're going into a tough conversation or prior to, I don't know, maybe interviewing someone or bringing in a new client or sharing information that you want to share and just thinking are the things you're going to talk about even if it's a challenging conversation with a spouse or a friend, are they things, are they true? Are they helpful and are they kind? I think that's Rumi shared mm-hmm. that. And I think those are really, really nice, important things mm-hmm. to think about. Yes. Can you say that one more time? Yeah. Is, is it true? Is it helpful? Is it inspiring? Is it kind? Mm, I like and that. that's a really nice thing to mm-hmm. think about in terms of if you're going into those challenging situations. And even in reflection on the day after or the week after, mm-hmm. if you've posted something or you've had a conversation that maybe you came away feeling like that sucked or I hated that, having reflection on those qualities, was it any of those things and was it those things? And if it is, then maybe it's okay. Like it's okay to leave it there and right. it's okay not to make a big mm-hmm. deal. Mm-hmm. And I also think if we feel that we've overstepped our bounds or if we feel that we were uncomfortable with what we said, it's absolutely okay to approach that person or the people that you maybe wronged or maybe said something inappropriate to and apologize. There's nothing wrong with apologizing. I'm not saying you need to, but you can. Or even if you feel the need to explain yourself. Again, or just acknowledge the fact yeah, that you... Yeah, we don't need to explain ourselves or give excuses. But if that will make you feel better, I do think that's totally fine. Because sometimes I've felt that someone hasn't heard what I said or they've stepped away from a conversation and I have really not felt heard. I felt that they've heard what I wanted to say. So I think it's okay to say, hey, can we touch base? Can we talk about this? And I just want to know Mm -hmm. what your thoughts are because I want to let you know that wasn't my perspective. I'm sorry you felt that way. And I think that's a good way to do it, sort of resolve Mm -hmm. the problem Mm -hmm. that way. And also I was doing some research actually about vulnerability and it was saying in the last sort of 10 to 15 years, particularly because there's been so much more surge of so much more that's terrible language so many more people on social media between Facebook and Instagram and any other sort of avenues we have going on with social media is to really if you're struggling with vulnerability hangovers is to think about your mental state when you're having these vulnerability hangovers because science is suggesting that we really do the oversharing when we are really anxious or highly emotional. Mm, that's interesting. Or mm-hmm. or really that's angry. Interesting. And oftentimes we do those impulsive things. So like Kaylee was saying, maybe if you wanted to make a post or write a post, maybe sit back and sit with it. So Wait that it's not hours, reactionary based, based on exactly. a situation. Yeah, yeah that's exactly. interesting. 
And also another one to take into consideration, which I'm sure over the years we've all been guilty of, is have I been drinking? (laughs) (laughs) Would I say this if I wasn't drinking? (laughs) And I'm not saying we're all going to start apologizing for everything we said when we were drunk because that's going to take way too long. (laughs) But those are things to consider. And if you see that as a pattern in your life, maybe you need to zip it sometimes. (laughs) Maybe you know your limits. You know... You can have a couple drinks and you can whatever. And I, I know I'm focusing on that, but I think that is a real challenge for some people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's a challenge for yourself and it can sometimes be a challenge for a partner or a spouse being the person with you at an event. And those can be just interesting mm-hmm. sort of things mm-hmm. to look at. So God, that brings me back to like being in my twenties or in my teens, where it's like, take my phone, take yeah. my phone. I don't want to text don't. him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 No, I'm kidding. Or you go through your phone the next day and you're like, oh, oh my yeah. God. yeah. Did I send him that picture? What you were saying, I always actually write my posts a couple of days earlier, and That's then I sit day. with them and I think about it, mm. and I think about it, and if I get this feeling, or if I blog. I'll hang on to it for a few days and if I get a feeling like oh no I really want to share that those are some good words or I feel really good about that and I just want to touch other people in some way then I'm okay or I'm going back consistently and editing and editing or taking Mm -hmm. out things or it feels good I try not to go in my head too much and go how does that come across Mm-hmm. As soon as I've done it, I'll save it in my file. I'll put it away. And That's great. if I don't overthink it, I'm like, oh, that doesn't come. That I said. Totally. You know. Well, even on the days you're struggling, you could go back to those simple ones. Is it true? Is it kind? Is it this? those simple check-ins just for a little? Yeah. If you hmm. don't need to do that. So. Yeah, for sure. Too. For sure. So I don't know if you guys have anything else to add to the vulnerability hangover, but I wanted to share some quotes actually on the benefits of vulnerability. Is that okay with you guys? Yes. Please do. We all know Brene Brown, the vulnerability queen. And I just wanted to read you a few of her quotes because I think they are lovely. Vulnerability is the birthplace of innovation, creativity, and change. Courage starts with showing up and letting ourselves be seen. Vulnerability sounds like truth and feels like courage. Truth and courage aren't always comfortable, but they're never weakness. Vulnerability isn't winning or losing. It's having the courage to show up and be seen when we have no control over the outcome. And again, that was Brene Brown. So I just love that. No control well, over the outcome. I love her too. Yeah. Yeah. She's amazing. Yes, yeah. she's fantastic. And that's yeah. the thing. You can write something. You can put something out there right? It takes courage for us to write a post, to to put ourselves out there, right? We cannot control the outcome of how somebody perceives it. Mm-hmm. Right. You can put something out there that's like money and, and it, it's based out of love, compassion and, mm-hmm. you know, but somebody can read it and it, it triggers something within them, but we have no control over that. Right. For sure. Right. So I really, really like that. And I think in all of our businesses, if you don't, if we're not vulnerable, we're not going to be able to make those kind of really deep connections with clients and with, you know, with friends. Like, look at what we have been through as, as friends. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There has, there has been nothing less of complete vulnerability that we have shared with each other. And I, I don't have as deep of friendships with a lot of people that, that I have with you guys, because we were put in a space where we were sharing our most vulnerable moments. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's no And then we shit. got up on stage and shared those vulnerable moments to 
It's true. A lot of people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I and know from you guys there, the people I've known for 40 yeah, years. From yeah. there, mm-hmm. being vulnerable allows other people to be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. And a lot of people I find when I meet clients, they're really looking for that. They're really looking for that connection. So if I say something that's quite vulnerable or about myself and they're like, Oh, okay, good. Okay. Like she's normal. Yeah. Well, well, (laughs) I mean, let's not lose our heads. (laughs) Setting on the dryer, right? Setting on the dryer. Yeah. Yeah. People are looking for that. They're searching for that. I mean, aren't we all really? 100%. I think we live in you know? such a, like the world that we live in is so, is that a pause I hear? It's a pause. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Well, we're so fearful. It's true. Uh-huh. Everything but, is taped. Everything is video recorded. Everything yeah. is posted. Everything is, like there's there's this, this evidence, like mm-hmm. so much evidence that if you say something, it is living somewhere forever. For sure. And and that's that's life right now. We've been thinking back to that photo shoot we just did this past oh, week. God. For the unapologetic show. Oh. Or unapologetic her show. It's like they were quite vulnerable photos <laughs> that we did. <laughs> Very vulnerable. And yes. I just remember messaging the photographer saying, Um Christy, last time you sent hi. out the pictures, <laughs> you sent us all of everyone's pictures, but this time can you make sure you please send don't do that? <laughs> I even felt like such a prude asking that. No, because... Oh, my gosh. No, I'd always would send those vulnerable pictures. And you and I had the conversation because I was nervous, too. I mean, not that you guys are going to do anything with those, but... (laughs) I mean, if you do, it's up to you. (laughs) But, I mean... I want to see these pictures. (laughs) (laughs) You You actually wanted to see behind the scenes of the pictures. Yeah. (laughs) No, but, I mean, yeah. You don't want those pieces living out there mm-hmm. I'm not comfortable with that no I'm not I'm comfortable with that yeah. but I, going I back on Brene Brown I think you know it was she even says if you are not living who you truly are then you're lying to yourself yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so to be honest and to be real and to be vulnerable I mean that's what I teach my children is really the only way I see how Mm-hmm. And it doesn't mean that you have to be vulnerable on social media no, either. No, no, it doesn't mean that yeah. you have to post, well, I have anxiety and this yeah. and this and this and this. <laughs> totally. You know, absolutely not. There, right. You can keep these things to yourself exactly. 100%. I mean, if you recognize them and you know of them, well, you're being honest right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you for that. You know, not everybody has to go out there and say, maybe some people just want to have small chit chat over a glass of wine or a coffee and talk about, Mm -hmm. you know, still real life. Not everybody has to get down to the nitty gritty. Some people aren't comfortable with that. As Mm -hmm. long as they acknowledge it within themselves. Well, that's something right there, isn't it? That's Mm -hmm. their, their story. That's their, their journey. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So this, I'm not sure why we think about it, but in terms of social media posts, I remember over the years just thinking that there were certain people who would post a lot of stuff about their kids, which is great about the clear accomplishments and different things. Sometimes I wondered, well, in 20 years from now, how's your child going to feel about that? Yeah, this is true. So it's interesting as parents posting on behalf of kids in terms of what that looks like for them. And I wonder, Mm. kind of kids, if they get to sort of the 8 to 10 years old, if they actually have opinions on that or or think about that, right? Because I 
post things about my kids, not so much lately as they're 19 and 21, but <laughs> when they were younger, I think to myself, gosh, I wonder if they actually really appreciated that or not. So yeah, and guess, looking back at, you know, yeah. when they're 17, looking back, like, yeah, yeah, there's embarrassing moments that yeah, moms think are funny that maybe yeah, exactly. it's not going to be so appreciated when your child is 17 yeah. and... Exactly. Yeah, no, that's really true. You got me thinking about uh, a woman that I knew. I we used to be friends, and my mom actually said to me, "Gee, she's really posting a lot of pictures of her children with like babies, toddlers yeah. with nothing going on." Yeah. And I, I don't, I don't personally do that. Um, Except today on our market. Yeah, I was gonna say. Wait, I, I saw <laughs> no, that. That's different. No, 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 that's different. Cutest little baby. But yeah, I don't know that I would appreciate that as I grew older. As an absolutely, adult. like that's not okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. and it's not okay for parents to make that decision on behalf of on behalf of their children to put that out there. No, I just I, don't, I, yeah, I can't. I'm sort of overthinking here as we're sitting here because I want to go back and just say I don't, I I don't expect people or don't think that people should. I don't want to come across anyway, but people don't have to go out there and share with the world. No, 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 no mental no. health and everything like no, that. No, so no, I just, no. Yeah. Actually that kind of takes me to a point too. There is that point of sharing and oversharing. It's in terms yes. of if you're sharing because you're looking for pity or you're looking for someone to be on side, that may mean that that's a counseling appointment and not a, just a blatant sharing with whoever will listen to your story. And if mm-hmm. it's a sharing about connection and about, I see you, I'm there with you, I get you, that's quite different. But yeah. I think if you're looking for that pity or that onside, that needs to be taken perhaps to another And that's where I level. felt the, the vulnerability when I, was, when I was posting things like that, where it was okay. the pity me. Because I was searching for that in the beginning of my journey. I wanted people to be like, oh, poor Haley. I, I was the victim. I played mm, the victim. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was through coaching, like my coach and multiple coaches that I discovered that that's what I was doing. Living I, a victim I mentality. Yeah. Totally living yes, a victim for sure. mentality. I think we're all guilty of that at some point. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so when I when I found out that I was a victim, it was really difficult for me because I wanted to go back and delete all the posts that I had mm-hmm. made. Because mm-hmm. when we when you, Mel, you were saying it's now there forever, I'm thinking back and it's just like, oh God, please don't look back at my <laughs> posts. The one from like I don't know five years ago when I started my coaching, um, not my business, but having coaches. And I even it's funny thinking back to I am blessed mala beads when I first started making malas. I see old posts of like f- four years ago at the malas mm-hmm. that I made and I'm like oh my gosh that's so embarrassing <laughs> right so it's I, part of the journey it's though, part too. of the journey yeah. exactly yeah. it's part of the growth so I look back on that and I think wow Haley you went through a lot feeling this way and that's okay now you are where you are today and you're in such a, uh, a wonderful place. Am I completely healed and will I, will I make mistakes? Of course I will. I'm a freaking human being. I'm definitely not uh, 100% healed and I never will be and nor do I want to be. I, who wants to be like this? Um, oh, maybe we do want to be this, but <laughs> this <is a> completely <laughs> enlightened spiritual being that knows all the answers to everything. Like who wants that? 
there's no I, I do <laughs> I, I guess there's God. just it doesn't it does that doesn't hit me I, I want to sure. continue to grow I want to f- continue to feel like I'm living I want to continue to create and and uh, make mistakes because that's what lights a fire mm-hmm. totally. in my heart and I think you need the ups and downs because if everything yeah. was always fabulous it would no longer be fabulous. That would be your new norm. And you need the valleys and peaks to recognize that. Thank you. I appreciate you (laughs) saying that because somebody said that to me about, oh, Haley, you're you're at the top of the peak. Okay, you're going to go down. Oh, Oh, wait, you're in the down of the peak or down of the the valley. Now you got to go to the peak. What are you going to do? And that really fucking pissed me off. You need that balance for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. What's that Something about the stars only shine when it's dark outside. Yeah. I mean, oh, I have a go. freaking tattoo of a, the the goddess of death and rebirth on my freaking arm. You know, like <laughs> of course I I love the hills and the valleys, but it, it was I I felt like this defense defensiveness come coming through when somebody said that about me. I need the hills and the valleys in order for me to express myself mm. and, and to feel alive. To feel alive. Yeah. Well, if Thank you. Wonder you if that sort of quote unquote stability is that stable or is that just someone not stepping out of their comfort zone? Is that just someone living right? a so called mundane yeah. life and not being happy? I mean, the thought of that absolutely abs- it, that scares me. Mm-hmm. That scares me because I just there's no growth there for me. Which right? leaves you with that is this all there is? It leaves you with. Is that all there is? Mm-hmm. But I think so many people, that's like the ultimate life question, right? Is that all there is? I mean, really, that is like what we think. Especially. No, no, that's not all there is. <laughs> no, of course there isn't, yeah. But that's a big question. That's like the question, isn't it? And that's the you don't answer. Have to answer that. <laughs> <laughs> that's the freaking answer. That's not all there is. There's, you know, try some new things and get out of your comfort zone. And yes, you're going to have vulnerable moments, but in those vulnerable moments, you're going to feel really alive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's my journey. I'm talking on behalf of me. I understand that it's really difficult to step outside of your comfort zone and to try new things. Trust me, I freaking know. I am a highly sensitive person and I am empathic and I'm, I, yeah, I feel all of the things. So for me to branch out and do something really, really vulnerable, like taking Anna speaking program was huge. It was Mm -hmm. huge for me. It's not something where I just went and I was like, oh, I'm going to take a speaker (laughs) training program. I'm going to speak in front of a bunch of people. No, that was like, it was hard. That was really, really, really hard. And it was really, really vulnerable. And I had a vulnerability hangover, like nobody's freaking business. And I'm sure we all did when we did this. Do you know what was funny when I did that speaker training program? I did not have a vulnerability hangover. Oh, I love it. Thank you. That's awesome. And I felt like it was such a big step to healing. And it has been a different way ever ever since I, I just agree. I okay. felt like whew, finally I can just say it and own it and it's okay you allowed yourself to step into okay never stepped into an audience but step into an audience to just let them see who you are right mm-hmm. it took me almost a year to let my husband watch my video interesting wow really and yeah. I loved I loved that you did it again because mm-hmm. I wanted to do it more <laughs> I, <laughs> I really do a level two secret yeah. training program like, right that's we a good got, um this is a totally a little bit offside but we have I have a celebration of life to go to on Sunday and my dad was like well I'm wondering if you could maybe sp-. I'm like I'll I'll do it. It. <laughs> I'm like I'll speak you I can do it like I just Rose, yeah. you probably would have never well I would I would have 
I would have shaken. Um, if you remember when I got up for the speaker training program, I was shaking so much. But what I wanted to do was let the audience know that I was shaking and I, that helped me to tell them. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm looked at the sky bit. in the front. I'm yeah. like, I'm freaking out right now. Yeah. I'm shaking. Yeah. So if you see me, I'm not withdrawing or anything is what I said to him. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, yeah, I just, it felt really freeing, I guess. I completely word. agree. Was good. Yeah. Do you guys find in your life that you pick up on other people's vulnerabilities though? Yes. Like, do you mm-hmm. feel like if they overshare, you're like, oh God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like third party embarrassment. Third kind of thing. Yeah. Like you. <laughs> Which is so wrong. <laughs> it's so wrong. Because well, I say that speaks more to us than it does. Or if I'm not expecting it, if somebody yeah, goes on and says, so, I'm like, oh, oh that's wow. interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, yeah. But I think that's part of being a highly sensitive person, too. You take on other people's anxiety. You take on other people's yeah, vulnerability. Sure. You take yes. on other people's well, every know sometimes with clients, they will have a lovely session with a first client. And we'll have this lovely session. It's going very smooth. And literally, it'll be like two seconds before they leave. You know, maybe I should bring this well, this one thing. And it'll be like the elephant the in the thing. room. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, we're going to talk about that See next you next time. time. <laughs> <laughs> Write that in the box. <laughs> but you know what? That makes sense, though, because they're just feeling me out. I'm feeling them getting out. And it's getting comfortable. Yeah. So it's good that they got to the point of being comfortable, but I'm like, dang it, do you have any that 45 minutes ago? But you know what? So we have, had a completely so we have to build experience. that relationship and that trust, though, too. Yeah, so. for sure. Yeah, for sure. Just that vulnerability getting out there. <laughs> yeah. and I feel like I got a little heated there. Did you? I did. I do. I feel like I got a little heated there. I feel like I got triggered by um, by this. And I apologize if I came across as being like a little bit too forceful with my words. Not at all. Um, but I think vulnerability and feeling vulnerable and hearing something that somebody says or seeing a post and when it when it hits you in a place that makes you feel vulnerable, mm. um, it can it can bring up some emotions. So. For sure. Thank you for listening to my rant. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. Okay. Thank you so much for listening, Connections. And thank you again to our sponsor, Nude Beverages. If you're still with us and have hung in till the end of this cast, you are officially connected. Head on over to unapologeticconnections.com and read more about us and put some faces to names. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us an honest review. Our agency stands for a lot of things, but most of all, real truth and real connection. So thanks for connecting with us. Until next week. Thanks, Kathy. Yeah, thanks, Kathy. Bye. Bye.